Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 228. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And pizza. I brought pizza. pizza. Ooh, God, got yes. pizza to eat. All right. I love pizza. Let's see it. That, yeah. that is not pizza. Yes, it is. It's, that is a little packet. It says pe- of, pizza somewhere. It, Pepperoni it, pizza with cheese and sauce. That looks like part of an MRE. It is an MRE. Son of a bitch. I, I got this from uh, Lobo at Project Archivist. Oh, okay. This is uh, pizza MREs. The same thing that uh, Row ate. Mm-hmm. That uh, he could not stop gagging on for about twenty. That hours. that bad, huh? Yeah. Okay. And I promised we would do a live stream of this, but I can't get the it's live not stream fucking to working. Work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe my maybe my new ad blocker is blocking it, which doesn't make sense because the rest of Facebook works fine. Uh, yeah, could be, but uh, yeah. So we've got this MRE pizza, mm-hmm. uh, pepperoni with cheese sauce. It's cool, right? I like that they note cheese sauce, not cheese. Per se, cheese well, sauce. It's cheese adjacent. Well, uh, Ro did read the, the ingredient list, which uh-huh. I can't read in this cave. Yes, but uh, it's cheese food product, not cheese. Yes, yes. So it's cheese adjacent. Cheese, cheese food. Cheese, cheese adjacent. Food. Yeah, it's not cheese. Okay, no, it's not not at all cheese. The 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 consistency of it already is is filling me with trepidation. But it's a small piece. Yes. So and we we can split it between us. So that should that should. Yeah, so cut the suffering down. You open it. All right, okay. All right, let me just lose the gloves for a minute. Your fingerless gloves. My hobo gloves. My your, nerd gloves. Totally cool fingerless my gloves. My totally cool nerd gloves. Okay, this isn't going to work. Yep. So I am No live stream. Record a stream. Okay. Or I guess I could do it on YouTube. I don't know. We'll just edit out us trying to figure out computers because we're the wheel something else. Wheel nerds, not computer nerds. That's our day job. Yeah. I get paid for computer nerding, motherfuckers. I thought you got paid for cat herding. Well, that's true. I mostly get paid to tell people to do stuff with computers these right. days. Yeah. Uh, okay. If I, I can, I can do this. I can do this. I'm a big boy. I am a big boy. Maybe it's because you posted boob pictures. You can't stream. Probably. Okay. Okay. We're, we're going to do this on YouTube. Go live on YouTube. Oh. Uh, here it goes. Your channel does not meet our eligibility requirements oh, for mobile live streaming. Fuck you. <laughs> God damn. Okay. What does it take? We're just What is it? Fuck it. We're just, just start recording record. a video. This we're will be a little record. present for all of our all of our fans at home. What? There we go. Oh, okay. Okay. So let's All right. One of us hit the button. <laughs> Somebody hit the We're goddamn so button. We're terrible. You're the management. You're not supposed to do Sorry, I don't do stuff. shit. Don't You're right. Yeah. Get to work, monkey. Okay. Okay. Here comes here comes the alleged pizza, which is being opened now. It's uh, it. What the fuck? No, look at it. What is it? It looks like a pop tart. It looks like a pop tart. What's that green stuff? I don't know. Okay, here it comes. What's it's, underneath it? It's definitely like pizza adjacent. It, you know what it reminds me of is like like school pizza. lunch pizza. Yeah, exactly. Uh. Oh, the do not eat packet. That's the do not eat packet. That's the flavor. That I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna be the guy who says this. Putting a do not eat packet like this in a pizza that's being sent out to grunts, that's not really a good play. <laughs> I wonder how many that, have been eaten. That I wonder how many many <laughs> do not eat. That's Don't why, tell me what to do, motherfuckers. That's why Ro hated it so much. That's he what he did. He packet. ate the do not eat packet. <laughs> All right, so we gotta break this thing in half yeah, now. Sort of Rip it in just half. rip it in half. It rips very easily because it's mush. Do you want the crust part or the cheesy part? I'm gonna I'm gonna do the crust part. I'm gonna experience the crust for myself. 
It smells like school pizza. It does smell like school pizza. It's just it pretty much. It smells like um. I was gonna say it smells like ass. Like like Red Baron, you know, cheap pizza. All right, let's do this. Okay, here we go. Salud. Uh. Nice big mm-hmm. bite. Mm-hmm. Well, it's um. Just like school pizza. It's just like school pizza, like like soggy school pizza. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't love the crust because it's kind of just mush. Ain't bad. No, it's like eating old school. Yeah, it reminds me of like, like when um, you ever made a, you ever made uh, like pizza on like a uh, pita? That's all you had around, mm-hmm. or like a tortilla. It's that kind of like experience. I'll be honest. If I was out in the desert a whole billion miles from a goddamn pizza that didn't that didn't suck, it'd be all right. This ain't bad. Yeah, I'm I'm. I, good. I don't like the crust consistency at all. Yeah, it's all <laughs> I feel like I'm I feel like I'm chewing a mouthful of flour. But the flour, I mean, the taste is okay. The taste is a pizza. It yeah. just tastes like a shitty pizza, like a like a roadside school, school pizza. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. I don't get why Rose is such a little bitch about it. Um, maybe he has really well. He lives in the pizza cap. No, he doesn't. Um, this is Detroit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, as you know, well, when when you think food that, in Detroit, that's the murder capital of Michigan. <laughs> when you when you think food in Detroit, you think of um. Not that. Um. Okay, so what they have is that they have. Um. Uh, uh, yeah, totally spool. The sauce has a weird aftertaste. Did you notice that? There's a There's a strange. That's all the preservatives, I'm assuming. But I mean, even and heat it up, it probably tastes better. You heat it up, I think you'd probably be okay. Yeah, I don't get it. No, no, I don't love it. I'm not gonna go out and buy some. But it's better than Vegemite. Oh God, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, we've eaten such worse things on this show. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of a, a kind of a letdown for me. I would actually, I would, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little, I feel oversold. I'm actually, um, I think this is actually even better than the, uh, the PB and J in a can. Yes. So, you know, this is by no means the bottom of the barrel. The Vegemite, of course, is the, the nadir of any eating experience. It's, it's about, I think for me about where the can. Yeah. It's recognizably what they say it is. It's not like good. It's just like a mushy kind of like. This is technically what you said. We said you were your feeding you. Yeah. Yep. It seems likely. Roe. You're a bitch. Big old bitch. I only like pizza that comes from artisan hipsters. That's true. Oh, it's playing it right away. Oh, well, we should stop that. Uh, Ah. Oh, we can post it right now. Go for it. Wheel nerds. Let me just stop the show da, to post da, on our social media. Da, 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 da. How are you, Todd? <sighs> I got some beer to wash down the pizza taste. I got some cookies. Mm. Thanks to your wife. We're legally uh, um, obligated to comply with the online child thing don't do uh, okay that yes youtube just told me that well good <laughs> are we complying with it yes all right <laughs> i mean we act like children but we are technically not 
We are technically, Chuck, grown-ass adults. Some of us more grown-ass than the other. Yeah, it is what it is. I like ice cream. I'm in spitting distance of 50. <laughs> With the beard to match. Mm-hmm. Well, hmm. every day mm-hmm. I get compliments on this beard. The beard is intense, man. It's weird. And it works. Well, because it, it looks to anyone who's never had a straight beard, which is basically every white guy in the world. <laughs> It looks like you just must wake up in the morning and just comb it for like an hour. I get asked every day how I straighten. Yeah, yeah, I, I can imagine. I, I, I'm, I'm baffled. I mean, you can see mine. Mine's not very long, and mine's like going fucking sideways. It's just what it does. Sorry for continuing to eat and drink at you. I'm not. Screw you guys, <laughs> dear listener. Screw yeah. you, listeners. Every day, random women in the mm-hmm. elevator compliment my beard. Nice. And dudes ask me how it's straight. Wow. It's weird. It's a little creepy. You sure it's not like code and you're not getting cruised? What? They're like, how do you get your beard so straight? They look at you like expectantly. I don't know. <laughs> you mean like they're trying to pick me up? Yeah. Oh, you think? I don't know. <laughs> Am I that good looking? I don't generally tell other guys how great think, their Tom? beard looks. How do I look? Am I attractive to you? Would you pick me up in a bar? Mm, no. Would you fuck me, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> I'd fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> well, who doesn't look in the mirror at themselves and say, gosh, you look good today. <laughs> I'm going to need a whole 45 seconds with you. <laughs> All right. Uh, That's that dirty secret out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> speaking of speaking of things which are guaranteed to make you plots after 45 seconds, let me show you this, Chuck. All right. It's back. The Rocket 3. Did it I mean, ever go it, away? It never really left, strictly speaking, but, you know, like, everybody sort of got used to the idea that there was this 2300cc monstrosity that was totally silly. Boring. Yeah, boring. So they're like, okay, all right, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> hold my, well, they're English, so it's... Hold my warmish warm, beer. Hold my warm room temperature beer. <laughs> and lo and behold, <laughs> the Triumph has come out with the new Rocket 3. Because nice. the old Rocket 3 was sort of sedate. And tame. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> so now you have the Rocket 3, the 2500cc Rocket 3. Chuck, I have to tell you. I missed that part. I have, I have owned cars far smaller than this. Uh-huh. Far smaller than this. 2.5 liter. You can buy family cars with smaller engines than the Rocket. <laughs> I she, There are minivans available right now with a smaller engine than the Rocket. There, and less power. I think there's probably a model of every automotive available right now with smaller motors. Than that would not surprise me. I mean, it is. It is. I'm now. I, of course, me being me. What does the carp see? The carp says, "Oh, does that mean the old 2300 CCs will be available cheap? We'll be sinking down." Hello, garage jewelry. Oh, <laughs> something's coming down from the surface. Here it comes. Nope. Globe could be coming fast. Here it comes. <laughs> and now it's landed on me. It's pretty I'm, heavy. I'm, I'm stuck. I'm help. Someone. Globe. Globe. Uh, globe. Drowning. Globe. <laughs> Panicky carp noises. Globe. Globe. Look at those weird bubbles. Globe. <laughs> <laughs> down to her lung. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I got his bandit now. <laughs> that is That is pretty nice. Yeah. I wonder if they'll have one at the, you know how Triumph always does that Christmas party thing? Yeah. I wonder if they'll have one there. Maybe. Maybe. That'd be kind of fun. Go for the free beer. Go yeah. see the rocket. Yeah. The only problem I can see is the depending on where they have the Christmas party. Because sometimes when they have the Christmas party, 
it's in like the places with really small entrances. Yes. Like if the elevator is too small, the rocket's not going to fit in it. Yeah. <laughs> it stood up on one wheel. I mean, the bobber, the bobber, sure. <laughs> the rocket? I don't know, man. <laughs> they're going to just crash it through the window. <laughs> And inexplicably, they installed a musical horn on it. <laughs> wait, wait! It's an English bike. It's got to have some kind of ing. The Benny. Yes. Did you hear something that sounded like like "God Save the Queen" and a really loud motor? No, I <laughs> just like tiny little British flags everywhere yes yes each, like each individual each individual piece of glass reflects the british flag as it spins <laughs> in slow motion <laughs> mm-hmm. okay this just became an episode of jojo's bizarre kind of sounds that way doesn't it <laughs> yeah but yeah i uh, i i'm I, I can't wait to see what happens with it they also they have the gt and the r but they look the same yeah so it kind of looks like maybe there's like a half-ass sissy bar on the gt so yeah I mean, the only difference in the videos appeared to be the GT had someone on the back. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, which I assume is an option or something. They come with the bike. Yeah. Did you want an attractive person with that bike? Uh, You know, yeah, yeah, I do. (laughs) Do you want a five? Do you want a seven? Do you want a nine? Although, although, can I I trade it out for some side bags? (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm just just asking. (laughs) Always practical. Those seem more useful to me. Always practical. No, no, it's fine. You get the the person on the back. They can tuck a bag under each arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. That's that's how it works. <laughs> I want my I want my uh, rear passenger to be short round mm. from the Temple of Doom. They'll just be like screaming in my ear the whole time. Doctor Brewer, you go too fast, Doctor Brewer. You listen to me. You live longer. I, the thing that surprises me about it is that the GT is not the more touring style. Because, you know, the, there was the touring rocket, which looked very, apart from having the rocket engine on it, looked like a very traditional big tourer. Yeah. And they didn't do that for some reason. I mean, huh. maybe it didn't sell? I, options, maybe? It, I don't know. I, I, it, see, honestly, because why else call it GT? Right. Right. The touring one, to me, seemed like like the rocket at its best. I mean, it didn't look as cool. It looked much more traditional, but like, fuck it. You know, there's, there's a certain amount of, you can't see the engine when it's underneath you. And wouldn't it be nice to bring anything? (laughs) No, because on the rocket, you need nothing. (laughs) You need nothing. Who said you could have two pillows? That just slows us down. (laughs) Don't worry about it. We'll be good. We'll get another pillow right now. (laughs) How much torque do we have? Yes. (laughs) I don't understand the question. We have yes torque. <laughs> what do you mean? Run out. That's, Run. That doesn't, uh, that's not a thing. Uh, <laughs> we will be, are your hands cold? Yes. Is that normal? Uh, For you? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the, uh, <laughs> they're not have any idea. Um, <laughs> I'm just like looking at your fingerless gloves. And I'm yep. like, hmm. um, uh, yeah, poor this, circulation. Listeners, listeners were asking, like, which sidecar am I going to put on? And, of course, the answer is yes. Um, is it because your heart is three times smaller? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm still exploring your body. <laughs> Wait. It's Wait. Called, <laughs> it's called Reynolds, Reynolds Syndrome. Oh. Family thing. Neato. 
the older you get, the shittier it gets. Oh, all right. Yes. Yes. So I have nerd gloves. Mm-hmm, they say mm-hmm. pew pew on them. Do they? Oh, they do. All right. That's cool. See? Carry on. All right. So anyway, um, yeah. listeners were asking about the sidecar. Yeah. And you were going to put a, a, I think, a Volkswagen bus as your sidecar. <laughs> Possibly, yes. Another <laughs> another smaller motorcycle. Uh, no, actually, if I if I could do anything, my favorite Triumph three rig, my my favorite Rocket three rig I've ever seen was one that had an LBS boxer on it, which is a company in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Um, super cool looking, and basically the only two bikes that they ever show it mounted to, to give you an idea of like who it's aimed at. It's fucking enormous, right? Double seater, like it looks like a double wide Texas sidecar almost, with like like little uh, little uh, roll bars behind enclosed. it. Open, okay, yeah, little short windshield. Uh-huh. Looks super cool. Uh, it's mounted to a rocket and it's mounted to a bandit in their pictures. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the only things it shows up mounted to. All right. Yeah. It is the, is the, this thing will hold two people and you can, you know, go pretty fast with it. I'm picturing a rocket three with a side by side mounted to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I, and then you just like in the middle of driving, you just pull the connecting pin mm -hmm. and the side by side takes takes off. Considerably slower than yes. the Rocket Three. Yes. It disappears into the background. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I look. I think of the Rocket Three, and I think like it would be a shame not to put like a really big cushy sidecar on it. The only downside is a lot of the really big cushy sidecars are like the real built-up Hannigans with the big, you know, sides and everything. And I'm kind of just like I'm not super enthused by those. By a luxury sidecar. Yeah, yeah. The luxury. Just, it's, it's almost like too enclosed. Like I worry, like when it's like summer, it's going to be uncomfortable in there because mm-hmm. it's going to be hot as balls. Well, they do have air conditioning as I, an option. I, for those. I know. And that's, the, <laughs> that's why I'm like, you know, I'm not. And the I, Rocket Three won't break a sweat carrying. I'm, no, 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 no. The, the the Rocket Three won't break a sweat towing my freaking minivan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, minivan broke down. Not a problem. Be right there. <laughs> On my way. Do, 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 do. Yeah, instead of you know calling a truck for a tow, yeah. you'll be towing trucks. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> my truck is stuck. Not for long. <laughs> I got you, boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's a big truck. <laughs> it's a big one. I better use half throttle. <laughs> oh god! I'm gonna have to take this thing up to second gear. <laughs> Collectively, the audience goes. <gasps> And someone faints. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I I like the idea of a big sidecar, like a double seater sidecar. I just a lot of the really big double seaters. I'm kind of like eh. overbuilt. Yeah, they're they're overbuilt. If I had them on a wing, it would be fine. And it's sort of I mean, because most of them, you, they basically assume you're going to put on a wing, right? Yeah, like that's okay. the normal because they thing. look fancy like the wing. Yeah, they look fancy and all <laughs> like the wing Swoopy. does. Swoopy. Swoopy, yes, good description. And so you need like a British hooligan sidecar. Yes, yeah, and the boxer, the LBS boxer, looks like a hooligan sidecar. Uh-huh. Um, big, real big. Two sidecars. That's what the Rocket Three needs. One <laughs> on each side. <laughs> <laughs> nah. And the one on the on the left, it's unmanned because that's where the weapon pod is. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke okay. screen, spikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, green laser. You've been watching a few too many, uh, too many of the wrong shows the right shows or maybe the right so here's here's the problem with the sidecar on each side everybody has jokes about it you realize what you just made don't you you just made a delta trek Mm. yes which is not amazing trying to imagine that thing flipping over 
oh, it flips over the same way a delta trike always flips over, which is over the front tip over line. Which is also the way if you were to just like fucking jam the bandit's front brake and lean the wrong way, it would flip over and kill you. Okay. Yeah. That's really hard for me to mentally visualize. Yeah, that front corner, that the front diagonal tip over line is the scary tip over line because that's the part where the bike lands on you. Mm-hmm. That's the bad one. Oh, wait, Todd, I see where you're, you're misunderstanding it here. Okay, is. yeah. This is a Rocket 3. Uh-huh. You're just going to go straight. <laughs> <laughs> but what if I want to turn? You'll go straight. You go so fast around the earth. Oh, I that see. you just end up where you're going to go. Okay, that makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah. Also, because you know, flat Earth. Right. Right. You know. So you just go until you run out of Earth, and then you hit the firmament dome, mm-hmm. and you go upside down over the dome <laughs> oh, oh, and around. Yeah. Uh-huh. On the yeah. inside. Right. Yeah. Sure. Of course. Like evil. Evil. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. It's science. Yeah. You can't argue with science. You can't. It's a good thing that the edge of the firmament dome always has ramps on it. Goddamn right. <laughs> Thank haven't God you, for ramps. Haven't you watched enough Bollywood movies? Ramps yeah. are everywhere. Ramps are everywhere. <laughs> ramps are lurking behind every bush and in every corner, which is a good thing. And they're even good for horses. Well, sure, yeah. Which is a good thing because even if I didn't want to do a rocket, I could do something super duper cool. Uh-huh. The coolest, fanciest, fastest thing ever. Uh-huh. Such as? A 1979 Suzuki GS1000S. This was the coolest bike in the world at the time I was born. Okay. It has it, it remains about as cool as I do. Fourteen thousand nine hundred and ninety-five dollars. That seems to me like a lot. If this was a brand new bike mm-hmm. that a time traveler had just brought back from nineteen seventy-nine, uh-huh. then maybe, maybe. <laughs> and My, there's like no no description at all. No, just yes. pictures. Color clean as fuck. Color text for additional info. It looks great. It's mad clean. It's got some it looks. Fairly new. Fancy paint. It's Paint's definitely it it's definitely been been monkeyed about with. Loved. This yes. bike has been loved. It's loved and kissed and hugged and snuggled. But not fifteen grand. No. Not you have to be like grand. a collector or an enthusiast about this bike. Yeah, well and, and this was this was a cool bike in its time. Sure. And and the whole GS series, right up until the bandit. I mean, this is the bandit's grandpa, right? Mm-hmm. The whole GS series up until the Bandit, especially the big ones, were beloved for drag racers and stuff because you could bore them out. There was plenty of room to bore them out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they were noted for having much, much more go than their stopping power was capable of doing. Although this one appears to have a front end of something else. In fact, it looks honestly like a Bandit front end. A modern Bandit? Yeah. Okay. A Bandit. Yeah. Because it's got the six piston mm-hmm. on each side. Yeah. I think it's a Bandit front end on a GS 1000. Okay. Um, which, you know, eh? kind of knocks it out of the park or knocks it off the, yeah, the block for people who are wanting, wanting to collect. Yeah. Yeah. As a collector item, it doesn't quite work because it's got too much, not the original stuff, you know, yeah. it looks the part, <clears throat> but it mostly just looks the part. It, yeah. It just looks really nice. and new. Yeah. But it's, it's n- not, it's, it's not 15 grand. No, it's not 15 freaking grand. Not for me. And I mean, what are the, <clears throat> cha- what are the chances it has the charging problem? non-zero <laughs> <laughs> but someone has favorited this bike yes one person one person one you know person. What? someone has also favorited the bandit so i think there's uh, just somebody who goes around giving like pity favorites <laughs> i don't know i don't know but yeah I, I i it grabbed my eye because i'm like that's amazingly and it, there's nothing original about it like it's redone everything mm-hmm. on it 
It's just really good looking. It's really good looking. It's a beautiful looking GS. Not, you know, 15,000 fucking dollars for a 40-year-old bike. You know who he's fishing for. Who? Hipsters. I don't think the hipsters have 15,000 fucking dollars to spend on this bike. That doesn't mean he's not trying to fish for one. Yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you, with a bike substantially cheaper than that, it ain't working. (laughs) Yeah. There's got to be, there's got to be better options. Oh, what's this? Oh, dear. It's a 2017 <laughs> Moto Guzzi Grizzo 1200 eight valve SE. Fall wow. season is the best season. Right? We have so many awesome bikes in stock. New and put around. Come and talk to us. We will help you find a perfect bike. 500 complimentary parts and power accessories are 500 off additional. Jesus Christ. Um. Oh, never mind. It's these guys. Yeah, the dealer. Yeah, it's the dealer. Yeah. The dealer that I won't I won't piss on if they're on fire. Yeah. Um they proceed to uh give the standard uh stock uh description of the Grizo. Uh-huh. Um you know, it's a cool bike. Uh like I said, I wouldn't give these guys a dime. Kind of makes me think of a, a Diablo. Yeah, it's got a lot of that same kind of sensibility. I mean, it's basically just like, what are you? I'm an engine with wheels. <laughs> and I don't understand the question. And that's when the Rocket 3 shows up and says, someone call me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, uh, uh, just kidding. Uh, Please go back in your cage. Yeah, so I I, I love the Grease Zone. I, I, I'm half tempted even to just go put up with their bullshit just to ride it. Uh-huh. Um, I'll go with you. Okay. But uh, but I I just I couldn't give them a dime. Yeah, um, yeah. But it sure is a cool looking bike. We could give like a fake phone number. <laughs> What's your phone number? One, two, three, four, five, five, six. How many numbers are there? Ten. Ten? Yes. Nine, two. ten. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's me. All right. There's got to be some, I, I'll find, you know, I, and I'm, I'm holding that for the fuel. You know, nobody's going to be selling one of these for a private sale. Like I was looking around for a Grizo for ages and I never even saw one. Right, there's, there's no way there's another one could show up. What are the chances that 2017 Moto Guzzi Grizo 1208 valve? Bullshit. SE is available in Lehigh right now for uh, just under 10 grand. Like new, barely ridden, 620 miles. Wow. Asking 990. Very sporty. Looks awesome. True. If you want something unique that doesn't sound like a generic sport bike, this one is for you, Todd. It's fast, Todd, with plenty of power. Four stroke V90 twin air and oil cooled with independent cooling pump, Todd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1200 yeah. CC, blah, blah, blah. Uh, 109 horsepower, 7500 RPM, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. I love the look of this, and so will you too, Todd. Uh-huh. Call me today, Todd. I thought it would be the perfect fit, but it's just a little too powerful for my taste. But maybe not for you, Todd. Call today, Todd. Yeah, I, uh, shiny, shiny. He's selling an oven. Yes, he's also selling an oven, but we'll leave that alone. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, the, the Grizo's good. Now, 10 grand though, is still like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the going rate for one of these is. They're exceedingly rare, right? Like, they don't yeah. just come yeah. up ever. You said what? The MSRP is 13? Yeah, that's yeah. new though. This yeah. is a 2017. Um, oh, wow. A whole two years. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, and, and, and it's being sold by a guy named Jared in Utah County because, of course, it's a fucking guy named Jared in Utah County. Everyone is named Jared. In Utah County. Yeah. It's true. Yes. <laughs> you hit, you throw a rock. 
Yeah, and, and you hit a Jared. In you the hit face. a Jared, and yep. then there's another Jared who mm-hmm. will offer to sue you for that Jared, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you hire a Jared to be your defense lawyer. Oh right, yeah, defense and Jared, and, and then there's Judge Jared. Yep, yep. So here's the interesting part: as I look at the pictures of this, it looks suspiciously as though it is at the same place the other one is for sale, for whom I will not give a dime. Wait, wait, back up. Take a look. Uh, what is that? Oh yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. Wait. Yeah. Right. What is that? The triumph sign. Yeah, but what's the sign next to it? I don't know. Because it looks like it says cycle. Yeah. Does this say Ducati cycles at that place? Uh, No. No? Okay. I don't know. But it could certainly be the same place, which would be weird. It should be because there's only the one. Well, and they did, yeah. And who knows? I, I got nothing. Yeah. I get nothing. Unless that's like an old picture. I could be like when they bought it or yeah. something. Yeah. That's a lot of 2017 Grisos though. <laughs> I mean, two in the same city is already like, <laughs> huh, that's, that's peculiar. Wait, wait, is it the same color? I it's exactly the same color. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same, the, the black no. and silver. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Same black and silver. No, that's... Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's something, something, something subtly off here. I can't put my finger on it. Huh? And I mean, I guess they all look samey, right? Sure. But what are the odds that two of them are suddenly on the market? Yeah. When you're out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the odds are pretty good. Yeah. Apparently the odds are good. <laughs> Anything I was thinking about buying will instantaneously be on the market now. This yeah. is the world in which I live. <laughs> all right. Let's see what else we got. A Suzuki Hayabusa. Ooh, you like these. Uh, yeah. Uh, for 10 grand. Okay. All right. Well, it's got, got it. some bags on it. Yeah. Well, I will. The legendary Suzuki, Hi- Suzuki Hayabusa is the world's fastest production sport bike. I Nick- don't think that's true anymore. Nicknamed Busa. That is true. What else? 28K miles. Okay. Go on. <laughs> I mean, there, there's got to be more, right? Uh, you know, you'd think that. It, white? It, yes. This, this is a white Busa. Totally white. No graphics or anything on it. Um, and it's apparently the world's fastest production sport bike, though it's not. Yeah, it's not. Here it's are, got bags. Here are two sides of it. I kind of want the bags. The bags are pretty dope. Not going to lie. They look good on it. I kind of want the bags. Yeah. And the white's cool-ish. A little dull. Mm. Um, but yeah. What, can you tell me anything about this? Evidently, no. It's, it's, it's. It's got, well, it's got 28K miles on it, and we don't know what year it is. It's um, nickname Busa. The body styling says it's not the one you've got, but it's probably the year before that. Um, and yeah. that's all I know. Yeah, if that. Yeah. 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 I just I want the bags. Yeah. Yeah. You just <laughs> be like, hey, um, uh, you using those bags? Can I get the bags and the mounts you, for those can, bags? Can you show me how those attach and detach? The other thing I note about those, if you take a look at the exhaust, it's an aftermarket one of those dumb triangle exhausts. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah which I, I people have and i'm always like oh, wait a minute why that's the stock oh the stock is yeah. a triangle exhaust uh yes weird it's a big black looking triangle thingy yeah oh okay it's, then it's kind of weird all right so it's stock exhaust has bags unless i'm you know mistake but i the color that i'm looking at right there mm-hmm. that, that yep. looks like the stock exhaust okay all right i put a whole shot exhaust on the bandit and it's teeny <laughs> yeah the, the exhaust and the boost are giant yeah 
Yeah, that's because they have the catalytic converters and everything. All the aftermarket ones are just like, it's a pipe that has like another pipe wrapped around it. They're like, this is a, it's a muffler. It'll super muffle stuff. We promise something theoretically. Sound waves. In theory. Not, not in a range you can hear. Mm-hmm. It'll muffle those. Th- those ranges, yes. The, the ultrasonic is very muffled. Yep. We promise. <laughs> totally. Bro. Buy it. Bro. <laughs> did, we mention, did we mention it adds 20 horsepower? Bro. 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 Dude. Can you uncork that much horsepower from the Hayabusa with like cans and shit? I have a hard time buying that. I, fuck no. I didn't think can so. you uncork that much power from anything with just exhaust? Uh, bandits, actually. Uh, you the, can get 20. The, not 20. Okay. But the, 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 tw- the 1200 bandits are notorious for cheap, cheap mods. You can uncork ass loads of power from them. All right. Like they are stock, I want to say about 98 horsepower yeah. in stock trim. You can get to 110 with basically zero effort. Okay. With two wrenches and some bolts and some equipment. All right. Yeah. I haven't looked into modding the Delusa. Yeah. I, I don't know why you would, to be perfectly honest. I mean, Healy bars. Sure. Yeah. Comfort mods so you can bags ride it more. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Some bags like those. And, Underbody you know, lighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super stretch swing arm. Super stretch yeah, swing arm. Like, like six, seven feet long. Sensible stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't want just the, the super stretch swing bar. Uh-huh. I, want, I want that insta launch swing bar. Oh, the one that actually shoots like the wheel off? Yeah. Okay. That like shoots the wheel out four feet and then yeah. it's like you're ready for launch. Right. Okay. I want that one. Cool. All right. I think that'd be very practical. Uh, it seems sensible for my modern living. Keeping that front wheel on the ground is important. And, you know, you have to bring the wheel back in if you're going to park. Right. Right, yeah, you and don't you, want to be sticking out. No, 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 no. It'd be rude. No, yeah, yeah be yeah. hanging all over the place. Yeah, go for needed. it. Needed, absolutely needed. needed. Completely sensible. Yep, one hundred percent sensible. And guns, because America. Mm-hmm. Speaking of sensible, though, I need to I need to stick to my guns here, Chuck. Do we we have to bring someone on that can help uh, help help remind me bolster. of what I'm holding out for? Bolster that. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Bolster your resolve. What about somebody from Fuel? We are on with David Wax from Fuel. Whee! Ha, ha. He'll run out of breath eventually, David, I swear. Is Eric? <laughs> Eric is not here tonight. Oh, well, no, we, we, we had specifically go. talked to the folks at Fuel because we'd already spoken with Eric. And we we're like, we want to talk enough. to somebody else from Fuel. What? And ideally, we wanted to talk to somebody who knew a thing or two about the fluid. Uh, am I pronouncing that right? As good as I can, yeah. Wait, wait, are you supposed to hold that L? Well, I don't know. They added more L's to everything. But there's the fl- Generally, we didn't see the name changing from a, per- from a perspective, but I, if you guys want to roll the L for a half an hour, I'm all for it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Well, the, the, the time I first noticed it was when I suddenly, uh, my my link that I have to the uh, the page for the flow uh, suddenly stopped working. Somebody added another L of the URL. <laughs> So it was a URL, I guess. So the, every now and then they just throw in an L. To throw as far in. as I can tell, there's just some more L's. Throw the people off. Yeah. So now, David, you're the uh, you're you're apparently the fluid guy. Uh, you're you've been doing the demos. You've been taking the fluid around. Tell us a little bit about what you do at Fuel. Wait, wait. Remind uh, yeah, me again. So which one's the fluid? The fluid is the electric bicycle. So the pedal assist electric bicycle, and cool. the flow is the electric motorcycle. Cool. Um, as Eric probably said, he is complete. Like him and his team are completely in charge of the flow. Uh, the fluid is a bigger team with him and his motorcycle engineers and his sourcing team, oh, wow. um, making sure that the 
spike is up to the standard they're happy with, mm-hmm. but they're also leaning on some experts um, that were part of the team when we got started. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's generally how that breaks down. Um, I am in charge of distribution generally. So for both the fluid and the flow, um, I was working on a, I got brought in in earlier this year before the launch uh, because I had worked with Francois Xavier on a previous project. Um, and he said, Hey, we could use some help with launch. Do you want to get back in? Do you want to get involved? So I said, Hmm, let me think about this for about 30 seconds. Yes. (laughs) And, uh, of course at that point he'd already told me that Eric was involved and what they were building and showed me some early images and, uh, I mean, some pictures of the prototype of the flow getting built and the fluid at that point was like it was on its way to the U.S. Um, so about a week or two after I agreed to do it, I was riding the fluid around Manhattan. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of that was kind of how I got brought in. Um, I've just background. If you guys want to cut it out, please feel free. No, we, um, we want to hear the background. Mm. About about six years ago, is that long now? Um, I quit a job at a major law firm as an attorney and rode my motorcycle to California and back and then talked the Ducati dealer in Soho, which is downtown Manhattan, into giving me a job selling Ducatis and Triumphs. Um, <laughs> Wait, there's a surprise. It sounds surprising, like a lot of ski bump stories I know out here, oddly enough. Yeah, I mean, so if what do you, you end know up- about construction law? <laughs> I know very little in Utah. Um, I'm assuming your house is in Utah. Um, I'm more familiar with some of the US, the New York stuff because two of my friends had houses pretty or apartment. One had an apartment, one had a house completely destroyed by water. And then another one in New Jersey had the same thing happen by a leak in somebody else's apartment. Um, so the New I've Jersey kind of got out, got all over his apartment. Wounded. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Uh, same thing. They, they have no like, his was a 10 year old condominium and every single apartment unit like line in his building had had a pipe fitting explode and the building switched the responsibility from the building to the apartment owner that stuff gets damaged. So, so you were, what I would say we shouldn't talk about that. Then, so, so yeah. you're a, so you're a bicycle motorcycle, former lawyer. What was the angle you gave Ducati? He was a lawyer. He's like, I know how to talk to lawyers and get them to buy Ducatis. <laughs> that was actually the last part of the conversation. Um, <laughs> the first part of the conversation was I had just gotten back from, what was it? Total was about 48 days of cross-country riding uh-huh. on a BMW of all things. Oh, okay. Um, so I'd driven from California to LA and took about 28 days uh-huh. over the su- at the end of the summer what were you uh, that year. And then... In November, I had tickets for Formula One in Austin, and I didn't have a flight, but I had a motorcycle sitting at a friend's house in Los Angeles, so I flew back and got it Um, and rode it back. So basically, like, I came off the bike still frozen, and they called me in for the, like, final interview and offered me the job. Um, It was cool timing-wise. I was kind of, at that point, a little bit traveled out. So um, that was pretty much how I did it. They just saw I was like, okay, you can clearly speak you are similar to a lot of our customers and you clearly have a passion for motorcycles in some way, shape or form. So they figured to give me a try. Wait, a Ducati customer. 
You smell like money. <laughs> you want you want to sell bikes? So so now you went from a Ducati dealership to the fluid, which is which is a fairly that's a fairly drastic change. Um, so one, it was to the, it was actually to a different motorcycle project called Vanguard, uh, which was a twin cafe racer in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in between, I, I started my own little motorcycle distribution thing on the side. Um, but as one kind of this started, uh, FX, as I just continuously refer to him, uh, asked me if I wanted to get back involved mostly for my experience with the flow mm-hmm. um because i had a lot I, I had designed a lot of the distribution plan for what they had, were planning on doing with the flow uh-huh. and the goal was to kind of cut our teeth with the fluid and get that going i mean i'd owned an e-bike before the previous project also had some e-bikes related to it but um those never got that, that was never in the news so no matter how much research you do you'll never find out any information about them um, but I'd had an e-bike I'd ridden around the city. It was fun. It just didn't meet my particular needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fluid was a nice change because it's way more fun. Um, so what, what is it about the fluid that is, that is so much cool? I mean, apart from the fact that it looks a thousand times less dorky, what else is really great about it that made it, it just suddenly an e-bike worked for you? Um, so for me, it was kind of two things. One is just being in New York city. You don't really have a place to work on anything mm-hmm. <laughs> like my, not, we don't have video going, but like my apartment's got three or four bicycles stacked up. You one of them fit being already New York apartment. Jeez, money bags. <laughs> well, he's not, a lawyer. They're actually stacked on the wall sideways. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's um, <laughs> yeah. So that's just the reality of He's living in New York city. I keep one of my motorcycles under the 59th street bridge. I, there's, there's always something going on to keep bikes floating around. Um, but no, the fluid, it was more just your, so um, it's hard to explain without having been on, if you haven't been on one in a while, but, um, the first e-bike I had was what was called a grace one. It was a throttle only electric bicycle. So it would go 45 kilometers an hour, 28 miles an hour. And all you had to do is just whack the throttle open. And I did so much dumb shit on that bike. Um, <laughs> like? They, I mean, basically, everything people yell and scream about delivery guys doing in New York City on their electric bicycles, I did at a much higher rate of speed and much more blatantly. For research. Um, for research, yes. For research. To make sure it worked properly and everything else. Of um, I realized that front suspension was absolutely mandatory because the fixed fork we had on one of them almost tossed me off. Um, and that suspension was necessary. But when I got on the fluid and finally rode, I'd ridden a pedal assist before, but I hadn't ridden one with this much power. It was like a 250 watt or something. And I rode this and I was like, I am much less of a jerk on this bicycle <laughs> and <laughs> kicking towards 40, um, being less of a jerk and riding around New York city is really good. Um, the, it was around the same position. time that you, you, you want to add act more of a jerk as you're turning 40 or is this, uh, no, I just, I just, I'm, I'm from, I'm from New England. So, you know, I think New York jerk guy that, that aren't those, but now like hot dogs and mustard. I mean, that's, that's the status quo, right? Fair. Fair. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm approaching 50 and I don't think I've left any of my jerkdom behind yet. <laughs> what do you say, Todd? Nope. <laughs> Jerk. 
So what about so so the fluid makes you feel like you need to ride as less of a jerk. So what's the difference? I mean, is it is it actually you or is it something about the bike that makes you want to ride more sanely? Is it because you have to the pedal? pedal assist, the pedal assist makes you much more cognizant of what you're doing. Hmm. The it's I've ridden it now, now. This is coming from a guy who's a bit of a bicycle dork in its own way. I've had like one of those super fancy semi custom um, steel frame, like what was it Reynolds 725 steel fixed gear bicycles? Like I actually like riding bicycles. I've got a the the two bikes that are here, my wife and mine, um, are road bikes that we just take around the city, and like I've I'm really happy about the new wheels I've got on it. Like I'm a little bit of a bike dork. And I have been, cause I grew up riding BMXs around New York city and kept upgrading those and then switched over to road bikes and kind of started playing that same game. Um, shortly after I started riding motorcycles where I was also doing the exact same thing. So I kind of get into that type of thing, but, um, you know, I like just riding a bicycle, but being able to kind of calm down while riding in New York city and not just absolutely going at it at all times, which is how I grew up riding, which was just the fat, as long as you were faster than everybody else, you were safe. And it's similar to the way you ride a motorcycle. But when you're on an e-bike, you can kind of go faster than everybody else, but it doesn't stop very well. It doesn't stop as well as a motorcycle might. And you've got a lot less control than you would with a BMX because it weighs 50 pounds more, right? So when you're riding with the pedal assist, it really does make you think a lot more about what you're doing and makes you pay a lot more attention. So it's much more of an experience like riding a bicycle in New York City, but you're using a lot less effort. So it really is just a kind of, you know, if I was commuting to work on a vehicle in New York City, like the fluid is the thing that makes the most sense. I've got a particularly short commute, so I generally don't ride the fluid to work. And because it doesn't, the one I have doesn't have fenders. Um, but like if I had a slightly longer commute or I was coming from just over the bridge in New Jersey, if I was going over any of the bridges into Manhattan, like I'd be on this thing all day, every day. And just because it's like it's a much more enjoyable, enjoyable experience when you can kind of enjoy the actual ride of the bicycle instead of just kind of forgetting about it, whacking the throttle open and just getting there or, you know, hustling through the subway with 400 million other people and sitting through train delays and everything else. So that, that you're, you're, you're hitting up against the edge of an interesting thing that Eric brought up, which is that idea of personal transportation. That's for you. That goes where you want to go as opposed to the public transit. Is it, is it that much better? Is it, it, how does, how does it change the math that you do when you have something like a fluid? So two things. One is, I mean, we take a step back and the goal of the company, I'll just is personal urban mobility, right? So the idea is public transportation is public transportation. It's what works for most people. It's great, but there are situations and there are people that want the ability to control their own transportation, right? And that's most of those people today drive cars. And our goal as a company, and Eric will talk about this, is like what makes fluid good or what makes fluid a success or sorry, fuel a success is not us getting motorcyclists to buy the flow and not us getting bicyclists to buy the fluid, but 
it's getting other people who wouldn't normally choose that mode of transportation mm-hmm. to buy into it. Mm-hmm. Do you hear that? So, John? Motorcyclists aren't supposed to buy the, the flow. Oops. <laughs> Oopsie. That said, we did design the flow to make sure that all motorcyclists could have fun with it. Can you um, make Eric something described- bad happen to number f- <laughs> I just picked that number out of the air. No reason. I, I really should have checked the order book, shouldn't I have? <laughs> before <laughs> I did this. If you could just knock number f- over. I, my number my number aside, which will be beeped out on the final <laughs> version of this. <laughs> Dream on. <laughs> Uh, so y- you're shipping fluids now, right? Yeah. There are people um, cruising the, around on them as we speak or soon. Soon. Yes. Um, I forget the exact date. The first, well, by the time this go, by the time anyone's listening to this, the first container will have hit Rotterdam in the Netherlands and will be at our logistics facility and will hopefully have already shipped out most of the bikes in that container. Um, obviously we haven't gotten it through customs yet. So you never really know until you get to the customs inspector. Mm -hmm. But luckily the one thing, one of the nice things that came with Eric's team (laughs) was his former head of homologation. So we've got a lot more experience handling, bringing your motorcycles and anything else into Europe. So we're pretty confident that'll happen pretty quickly. So yeah, we're going to have people riding relatively soon, but we also have, is we are delivering bikes. Um, part of that shipment is going to McDonald's France. Um, they made us like the number two or three prize um, for the McDonald's France Monopoly game, oh. uh, which was really cool. So I've got like Francois is walking back from dinner and he's in Paris a couple, like two weeks ago. And he's shooting me pictures of every other bus stop has a big picture of the fluid on it. Nice. Is and, it, is it yeah. painted red and yellow? No, 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 no. no. They're, they no they just want the silver. And <laughs> they didn't. They did not ask us to white label it. They just said, "We like what you're doing. You've got a connection to France. We want you in." I, I'm paraphrasing because I don't actually know what happened during that conversation. I wasn't a part of it. Uh-huh. Um, but they decided they wanted to offer it out because of a combination of the design, the connection, and that the price point kind of made sense, I guess, for whatever they were doing. And yeah, they offered it out. It's really cool. It was a really cool opportunity for us um, because there are a lot of people learning about the bike that might not have otherwise. Right. Where are the fluids made? They are made in our fact, uh, partner's factory in Taiwan. Okay. So it's I just out. I, I'm not going to give you the exact name of the company, but um, yeah, it's Damn a it. well-respected <laughs> If this was all for nothing, he won't tell us. <laughs> it's a well-respected bicycle manufacturer that does a lot of e-bikes and that our, oh, our e-bike team has had some experience with. Um, okay, so they're made in Taiwan. Are the flows also made in Taiwan? No, so the, the, the fluids are assembled in Taiwan out of components that are from Taiwan, Japan, some from China, some from the U.S., mm-hmm. Um, just depends on the components. You've got the Gates belt drive, which is probably, which is one of the most expensive components, um, which is made in the United States. You've got the Shimano Alpine rear hub, which is a shift, which has a shifter built into it. So it's a seven speed hub, but with no actual like visible gears and very little maintenance required. 
And that's um, our, it, it's a Shimano product. Our understanding is that they're all being delivered and all made in one of their Japanese factories. Okay. Uh, you've got the Suntour fork, uh, air fork, which our understanding, unless they've changed it up, our understanding is that's made in China. Um, but they do have factories in Taiwan, so it's always possible that they source from a different location. Okay. okay. Um, so, yeah. Generally, it's it's from a bunch of different places. We tried to use as smart of a um, sourcing process as we knew how to do. Mm-hmm. And we worked with manufacturers and OEMs and everything else that made things like kind of top quality, but also things that worked with what a bike shop in the United States or a bike shop in Europe would know how to work on. So the Shimano hubs, pretty normal. Gate belts, pretty normal. Uh, the Suntour forks are, I mean, there's hundreds of thousands, if not millions floating around. And, um, I'm just looking at the bike right now. Uh, the tires are Pirelli's. Um, so, you know, and the brakes are Tetro, which is a really, really real, like most, like even top, like very good quality bicycles. If you've got, uh, a hydraulic braking system, that's not Magura, there's a good chance it's Tetro. Um, so, you know, you know, we tried to use things that people are working on. Like I have the, I've had the bike service to local bike shops, no problem. Um, and they were just like, Oh yeah, they're all standard components. Cool. They're like, you guys don't need us to do anything with electronics. Nope. Done. No problems at all. Apart from um, and the these hour are, long conversation about what the hell is this? <laughs> but that's, they're, they're bike guys. They're just like having a conversation with you guys about motorcycles. Right. They're just going to chat about it. They're like, can we play with it? I was like, you guys have to test ride it to, to make sure it's fixed. Right. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, Put some miles on it. Have fun. They're like, let's um, go with yes. <laughs> yes, we have to <laughs> test it responsibly. No, they always for science. <laughs> As a bicycle slash motorcycle manufacturer trying to break into the U.S., it that seems like a pretty daunting proposition. I mean, it's something Eric has gone through before. Uh, how do you crack that market? So first is we just do right. Oh, okay. um, well, we the here. fluid. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was that easy. Um, no. So with the fluid, we just, I mean, we effectively, we did a bunch of research and, and some of this research was done before I was involved, but um, we did a bunch of research. We figured what are the pain points? Why we, why do people like e-bikes? And we focused a lot on the European market for the design and everything else, just because that was the most active market. Sure. But we knew there was a market in the United States and we didn't know how big it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So it's why we went with Indiegogo. Um, you get a little bit extra press. You get a little bit more talk. And, you know, people like hearing you guys like hearing what Eric's doing. A lot of people like hearing what, what Eric's doing. So totally. we were able to get a good amount of press for the launch. And we've been surprised as to who bought it. Um, if you had asked us on day minus five who our average customer in the United States was going to be, we figured it was me. Right. The bike 30 guy. Just you. 30 to 50, lawyer, early adopter, you know, is going to ride to and from work or whatever else. Maybe he lives just outside of a city. Yeah. (laughs) That kind of thing. Um, Certainly not hiding bodies in a desert. (laughs) That's very specific, Chuck. Nothing. It's cool. Shut up. You still have that tarp. You'll need an electric assist bike. They're heavy. Hi, David. We've broken him. <laughs> I'm just, I was just like, I'm just going to let this go and see where it <laughs> we're going to find. Probably like maybe we don't want to take apart desert. your, maybe we don't want to take apart the walls of your house, of this house you just, that you claim you just bought. Um. So, so who did buy it though? Now, now, yeah, now who, I'm who, uh, who bought so it? 
We have so the the surprising thing was is that our average customer is older than we thought. So figure more like forty to sixty, forty to seventy. Oh. And instead of living in a city or immediately around a city, they're kind of in the farther out suburbs. Hmm. So when I look, when I pull up a zip code map of all the bikes that were deli- that were due to deliver in the United States in the next two months, um, they are a lot of times circling like kind of on the outside of beltways. Mm-hmm. Um, they're farther out than we would have thought. There's also some random ones like in like near the Idaho border with Washington and Oregon. I don't know. There was, there's a strange group of bikes up there. With no idea where they're going. Hi Mike. Um, <laughs> we don't cut no cars around here. Oh no, no. I know exactly where they're going. They're probably going up toward Moscow. The school, the school. There's a, there's a bunch of colleges all clustered around there. On the Washington and the Idaho side, I bet that's where they're going. There's some there's some bitchin' riding on trails up there too. So I have I have a sneaky suspicion that's where they're going. Border. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know the there were a couple of universities over there. I mean, I've driven past there a couple of times, yep. but I just okay. That that would make perfect sense. Is you know, we're seeing a lot of it around university towns. Okay. Uh, whether they're professors or whether they're just people who live in the towns, sure. uh, we're not sure. But yeah, that that makes perfect sense. Um, we definitely see a lot of university addresses or cities that we know are, you know, big 10 schools or whatever else. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, we've been, we've been really excited about that because that opens up who our customer base is. And, you know, it, it, while the bike is in, uh, inherently designed for taking it around the city, um, it's also really great to just kind of go anywhere with, right. You've got so much battery capacity and it really will allow you to just ride all day. And, um, there's people who are going to enjoy it and, you know, they're going to have a different type of adventure than I was planning on having on it, but there's nothing wrong with that. We're actually quite excited about it. Um, and, you know, I talk to as many of the customers as I can because they're our best research. You know, I could pay some marketing firm tens of thousands of dollars to tell me something that I can learn in five minutes chatting with one of our customers. So where, uh, you know, we, we, we actively chat with everybody who's, you know, willing to talk to us and, uh, we're looking forward to it. I even got Eric to promise to take some customer support calls when we, uh, what? <laughs> getting them. What? So, so that actually brings up one question I had, because of course in my dreams, like a truck pulls up and Eric rolls the bike down. He says, enjoy. Um, how, how does the delivery work for, I mean, cause you guys aren't centralized yet in bike shops and places like that or motorcycle shops. How does the delivery work for something like this? I mean, just are you going to roll up David on somebody's fluid and be like, bro, here you go. I don't know why you said bro. All of a sudden it just seemed to fit. I wrote it straight here from New York. Hope, hope you don't mind a little bit of wear there. I'm, I may do that once or twice. Um, and Eric may do that once or twice around him. Do it to Todd. I dare you. Number <laughs> Primarily, we are going to uh, the bikes are being delivered by like UPS, FedEx, DHL, and we've spent a good deal of time testing the packaging, air shipping stuff, and just seeing what happens um, and talking to people in the bicycle industry who've got the experience doing it. But uh, the bike shows up with basically the front wheel removed and the um, the controls needing to be tightened and the seat being needing to be adjusted and the pedals needing to be installed. So, you know, it's kind of what would it take me probably take me 30 minutes, 20 minutes to get it done. And most of that just be throwing out the bot, the packing material. Sure. 
Um, somebody else might take a little bit longer trying to remember that you got to thread the, that one of the pedals is reverse threaded and that you should do it with your fingers first because you're threading steel into aluminum, little things like that, that we kind of have little tags and say, this one's the right one. This was the left one, um, that stuff. So it's just an assembly yourself. And we're, we're looking into, we haven't yet done it. Um, but we're hoping to announce something in the next couple of weeks is an opportunity for our customers to have it built by a third party, um, whether it's a local bike shop, whether it is a um, REI, <laughs> a bicycle repair, a bicycle repair company that'll come near a house and do something um, is somewhat an open thing right now. We're sure. looking at what the best option is, and we're doing some tests. Um, I have one of the vendors that's going to check out the bike and the, is actually coming here to bleed one of the brakes. I can do it myself, but I want to see how they work. Um, we're having another bike delivered to one of the bike shops for a different vendor and they're going to assemble it and we're going to see how it comes out and chat with them and kind of just see how the service is. And yeah, we're, we're just working on that. So there's going to be a couple options, but primarily we are a direct consumer brand. So we are delivering the product to our customers and they're going to, you know, there's a little bit they've got to do. Um, we think even with that, we're providing some pretty significant value. Um, the bikes we compared the fluid to are, you know, sometimes as much as double the price. And we think, you know, that we, we fit in there. Um, we're not going to completely reinvent the world with the fluid. Um, we are hoping to reinvent things with the flow. Uh, but that's a bigger, it's a bigger game. You know, the fluid, we can get some people out of cars. We can get a lot of bicyclists. It'd be great. Um, we're cutting our teeth on the distribution plan, which is the direct. Um, with the motorcycle, with the flow, we'll do it a little bit more in person. We're not just going to show up with a box and crack it open and deliver a motorcycle. Um, Eric's but, not bringing you a motorcycle. Shut up. <laughs> it's not happening. I could show them all the good roads. We've had some here, conversation. Though. We've had some conversations about like a sprinter type unboxing delivery, uh, but I don't know that we're going to be up and running with that when we deliver the first few hundred flows. Okay, to back up, I'm dumb about bicycles. You have to bleed a bicycle's brakes? If it's hydraulic, yeah. I mean, it's basically just a it's small hydraulic. version of motorcycle brakes. How common yeah. is that on bicycles? Um, only at the very expensive end of things, and mostly downhill bikes. Okay. Yeah. Aren't all once the bikes you have bikes, are yeah, there once uphill bikes? Are there uphill bikes? Most of them are uphill first and then downhill, but sometimes they're downhill first and then uphill. That's a thing. <laughs> David, is he full of shit? Is that a thing? I uh, he is hydraulic brakes or that he's fucking with you about going downhill before you go uphill. He's he, oh, that he's fucking with me that there's bikes just for downhill first. There might be, there's definitely some, I've, I've been downhill mountain biking. I mean, usually you have to get up the hill some way, but have you ever been to a ski area in the summer where you can take a bicycle up the chairlift? They throw the bicycle I up on one chair. I know on your face. You're fucking with fuck I'm you. not fucking with yes, you. They have, they have bikes that are with hydraulic brakes. They're too damn heavy to ever ride up a hill. Hydraulic brakes, big ass front travel suspension. So how do you get them up the hill? They fucking ride a chairlift. Oh. Yeah. That's huge business up at Deer Valley. To just yeah. take a bike up a chair. Speaking, speaking of which, a lot of fluids I'm betting are going to appear around the Deer Valley area. Are fluids good for trail riding? Oh, I I don't know. So the fluids, uh, it's 
I mean, it, you've got a fixed tail mountain bike with a decent quality front suspension and road for, you know, road forward tires. Um, is it capable of handling a fire trail, anything else like that? Yeah. Is it going to be your first choice for doing one of those rides? Probably not. So the answer um, is Chuck, it's, it's not good for trails if you're a wuss. <laughs> hey, David's not saying you're wrong. He's not contradicting anything you say. So, yeah. Are you expecting somebody somewhere? I can't deal with this uncanny silence he gives us. (laughs) Are you expecting somebody somewhere is going to start doing inadvisable mods to a fluid once they get a hold of it? If I'm going to turn this into a fat tire gravel machine. I'm sure there's going to be people that do things. Has um, has people at, at Fuel done that already with their bikes? We have not done a fat tire. Um, we've done some light mods just to see how things work, but nothing crazy yet. Um, our general thought is with the Gates belt drive and the Shimano and everything else, the, the there aren't a lot of changes you can make that are really going to make a huge difference to the bike. Mm. Um, the gate, the belt is really, really nice for low mate for low maintenance use, um, especially in the city. However, it is not the perfect thing to rebuild a bike out of, right? So you, the tolerances are pretty tight mm. and it means small changes can make big change can, can mean big problems. So, uh, while the bike and anything, you know, within manufacturing tolerances is fine. Um, you're not going to want, you know, there was somebody who emailed us about putting a different hub on the back and we were just like, we, Why? we can't test it of time. Because they're bike guys. They like it. Oh, right. like, well, Alpine's good, but there's this other thing that's better, and it costs $500 for us to buy it. Will you guys put it on there for us? It was like, no. Do you want to spend $5,000 on this thing instead of $4,000? Yes. Like, I, <laughs> bike guys, David. <laughs> I know. You know how it is. I mean, you, you guys, I've been listening to your podcast to make sure I knew what I was getting myself into before I committed, and um, – you guys mod bikes as much as anybody. What was it? The the piston kit on the oh, what was the? I'm forgetting the name of the bike you were thinking about doing the piston. Oh, the, the bandit. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. Because the most sensible thing in the world to do naturally is if you've got a two thousand dollar bike, is to throw you know six thousand dollars of stuff on it to make it even better. Yeah, <laughs> and break down more. Hmm. <laughs> well, come on, I bought a I, I bought an Aprilia RS125 as my track bike, and it immediately had. <laughs> new carbs, new air intake, new exhaust, track body work, you know, you whatever they could put on it. I almost, I almost bought a $4,000 set of wheels for a $5,000 motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> this seems reasonable. I failed to see the. So the guy that called you up about the hub, you were just like, yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it, but at the same time, I was like, but I can't tell you it's going to work. Um, he's like, well, the guy in my local bike shop says it's going to work. I was like, <laughs> I was reading. I was like, you're not even doing blog. it yourself. Like, come on. I know this. <laughs> at least there's, there's this dude. <laughs> Who's this dude? I don't know. He's in a car. So he, he said it would totally. Work. He assures me, no problems. Turnkey. Yeah, I remember the body shop guys that come by when you're like when you're pulling out when you're getting into your car on like a side street and somebody's like, "Hey man, I run a body shop. You want to? I can I can pull those dents out for you." And I'm just like, 
is this how you get business? Like, you just drive around and look for beaters and tell people you'll fix their cars for them? So I had one pull I, up next to me at a light to yell at me that he could do that to my car. I, I actually had one of those guys fix two of the dents in my Subaru in New York. He did a really good job, actually. <laughs> he did it with his truck and like a come along. What? It was great. He that dude was done in like an hour. It was freaking great. It's like they never they were never there. He, like, I mean, he didn't paint it. But... He towed the dent out of your car. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, that's that's weird. Yeah. So you know, dent guys in trucks. Eh, you know, you got a dent. What What's the weight capacity of the uh, fluid? Um. What is it? Uh, I believe it's 125 kilos. So what's that in real 20, weight? <laughs> <laughs> it's about 250, 275 uh, of passenger weight. So the bike, independent of the bicycle, um, most people are fine. Um, and we've we've had people who are bigger riding it without really much of a problem. But um, that's our kind of that's what the what's it called? Our owner's manual says recommended weight. <laughs> we recommend that you be between 200 and 275. Wait, no, hang on. Back up. That's what? not what we meant. <laughs> Take your fluid to the ice cream parlor. I'm suddenly realizing I've just, I've just thought of a use for an e-bike. I used to use a bicycle on my Subaru as a lifeboat, you know, for well, like if you get drunk. Yeah. And then, and then, but then it was like, I had to, I had to pedal it over the hills in Rochester, New York. And that sucked. Um, an e-bike would have been the thing to have. David, you're an e-bike guy. Let me ask you this. You also, you have a law background and you're living in New York city. If you're drunk on an e-bike, does that count as being under the influence? It counts if you're on a bicycle, at least in New York. Yeah, it's true. Okay. That said, that said, if the cops are in a good mood and you've told them that you're not driving a car, they'd be like, okay, don't be an asshat. Get home quick. So, you know. <laughs> you can, you can, can you look not ride it. a bicycle drunk in New York? You cannot. Oh. Can you ride a horse drunk in New York? I would guess not either. I, I actually, so. That I don't know. So funny, funny story about that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because the horse is technically driving. This is true in a number of eastern states. All right. And there is case law to this effect. <laughs> I say case law in the plural sense. Because apparently that's a thing. I, I'm just curious. Mm. Yep. All right. There it is. Don't don't drink in fuel fluid. Don't drink in fluid. Yep. Drink in horse instead. Drink in horse. So when can the folks in the states expect to be riding their fluids around? Um, so they are almost all of them, not all of them, but almost all of them will be here before Christmas. Okay. Um, they're, they've either pat, I haven't gotten the update in the last couple of days, but they were going through QC and I've got a list of bikes that are going into a container on their way here. Uh-huh. Um, so exactly, I just don't know exactly what step it's in, in the last couple of days. You're, um, you're not the container hauling guy. Jeez. I got the wrong guy in the phone check. <laughs> we actually, we actually, we we actually sent FX the CEO to the factory to finish QC. Um, nice. His backgrounds in sourcing and manufacturing and everything mm-hmm. else, so it made sense for him to be there. Um, but yeah, so he he's been there and left. I think last night, this morning. I'm not sure. Um, so I just haven't gotten the the formal 
or I I wasn't copied on the email is my best guess, but um, I'll see you the next day or two. But yeah, so we're there's 150. There's a lot coming. Um, I just don't know exactly how many. And then um, whichever orders that have been placed that aren't getting delivered in that group are being manufactured in November and will be out within about three or four weeks. Um, and they'll be here in January. So, so the, a lot of the people who get it will be like, it's too cold. And everybody in Minnesota and Idaho will be like, you guys are adorable. <laughs> yeah, we've got, I, it, it, yeah, we'll have, it's definitely going to be a little cold. Uh, we were hoping to come get them earlier. Um, but I don't know if you guys have been following, if you guys happen to check out our Indiegogo page or anything else. We had a, one of our key components, we had a supplier delay, so we, and we couldn't replace the part. Um, we did send people everything up to and including bicycle shops to purchase components so we could get bikes built early. Oh, wow. um, but we've we've lubricated that manufacturer and they are now and, and our parts are now rolling in. So we're covered for a while on that. Um, but it's just we're, it's taken us a little longer to get through everything than we than we were hoping. But, you know, every once in a while, when you rely on a few suppliers for pieces that just make more sense and you can't replace them without redesigning the bike, it's kind of. You just you work through the humps. Um, we've got a bunch of customers who are, you know, slightly disappointed, but they still know they're getting great value for their bike. Um, and we've got a lot of a strangely large number of people who've got manufacturing experience who have been like reaching out, being like, I can't believe you guys are doing this as quick as you're doing it. And they know everything that's going on. So, you know, we're we're we're, we're hustling. We're doing everything we can to get those to get all of those customers, their bikes as quickly as possible. Except number <laughs> which has to go down a ditch on fire. It's not number f- fluid. That's right, the flow. Sure. I came not number really, fifteen. I came fluid. really close to buying fluid. I, <laughs> I, 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 I buying I, both. Yeah. Oh. Right. Well, because every every time I looked at the fluid, I was like, damn, thing looks cool. So uh, fortunately, I was fat, so that saved me. Um. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of Indiegogo warnings. Possibly my favorite Indiegogo warning was the one about people selling fake fluids. Like, what what happened there? So there was there was Wait, one group, or there was multiple people selling like fake fluids, saying it was the secret early one, like through Wish or something. I don't know. No, so there were we and we found it on Facebook. Actually, um, who was it? Um, one of our one of Eric's engineers, uh, his wife actually saw an advertisement on Facebook for a fluid at $199. What? <laughs> that's, that's not even like the hub. I, I, we are fully aware of this, but not everybody was. <laughs> um, so oh, no. as soon as we found it, we hit the websites. We requested that they take everything down. Um, luckily we were able to find, I was able to find out who was hosting their site and who was hosting their cart. So I got one group taken down in about 36 hours. Um, the other group was using a different cart system and that took a little bit longer. And we think there's a third group, but they're not, they're not buying traffic and sending it that way. They're scamming people on other things. And one of our customers saw a scam, went to the website and then clicked around and somehow found our bike on there as a scam. It even had the ad didn't think it had that little, the warning on Indiegogo that says like, beware, you can only buy this on Indiegogo or fuel dot us on their website. 
Totally safe. So, and, and like it included the pictures with the price being thirty eight ninety nine or whatever else it is. They had just copied. It. I have no idea, but I've taken them. I sent them a takedown notice yesterday. Um, as far as we can tell, no one's actually purchased anything through that one. But we know a couple of people got scammed and got their money back on the the one that we were able to find. But so we are, figured are just are, is this just like vaporware? They're 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 pitching. Or yeah, they're not shipping anything. Okay, they're just gonna take your money and run. A box of Tinker Toys shows up. No, no, this isn't even like like get the box for the game you wanted with like a. No, they might should. I don't. I really don't know. We never got that far. The one per one person reached out to us and told us she'd give them the money. And as soon as she's like, you know, when's the shipping? I was like, you need to call your credit card company right now and get them to cancel it. And she was able to get her money back, luckily. Um, so I think everyone's been okay. But you, you guys I, should you know, buy one. <laughs> Just to see what happens. Just to see what they send you. I mean, we're not throwing that much money away. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're trying to they're trying to make money to build the flows, Chuck. Damn it! I need them to make at least. But here, follow me on this. If he goes and buys one, uh-huh. and then one mysteriously disappears in the factory, ah, uh, you know, an inside job. And then you know, yeah, inside job. There's there's something rotten in the state of Denmark. <laughs> no, I don't watch a lot of conspiracy TV. What? <laughs> So so okay so so the, so the mystery is solved and, and all fluid buyers are safe and soon they will have them. David, is there anything that people really need to know if they're thinking about a fluid that they need to know that'll just push them over the edge? They absolutely need to buy one. Yeah, um, I think we've got maybe ten or fifteen left for February delivery, and then we're pushing back to March. Oh. Um, so if anybody's listening, um, like. No, obviously no we're company. No we're trying to make to money. <laughs> <laughs> if any, I apologize, guys. If anybody who is listening and also thinking about purchasing a fluid and is looking for justification for doing it now instead of a month from now is right now. Obviously, we are delivering bikes to our customers who ordered them already. Sure. Um, the next, the current batch of bikes is due for February delivery, and there are not a lot of those bikes left. And how much um, are they? They are thirty eight ninety five and thirty nine ninety five, depending on whether you take the Fluid One or the Fluid One S, which is the higher speed version. And those include shipping within the United States and Canada. Uh, we pay all your import duties, all the other stuff. So that's basically what you pay. Um, yeah, it's uh, the bikes have been upgraded since the initial. Launch an Indiegogo, so now the bikes come. Now the fluid comes standard with a center stand, which is a nice thing. A rear tray, um, integrated front and rear fenders, which are standard on the bike anyway, um, and a seat post suspension, which we gave to all of our Indiegogo customers um, as an upgrade because we felt it was a little bit more comfortable to ride. Um, so yeah, we're we're pretty excited about that and. Um, our general thought is we, we just want to make sure we're ramping up production fast enough to keep up with demand. Sure. And, um, you know, it's taken us a little while to catch up and, uh, we're, we're excited that people are going to be riding them. And, um, you know, we've, we've made people promise that they're going to actually tell us what it's like. And, uh, <laughs> or else, or it'll, it'll stop running because it's cloud attached. <laughs> yeah. That's a thing now, right? There's like a little kill switch. Will not kill anyone's fluid, um, but Yet. We, let's keep things simple to start. We'll get more complex as things go on. Like your flow, 
your flow we can you know we can't turn off while you're riding it but but what no keep going <laughs> what can you do to his flow it'll it'll ride to the service station by itself it's connected it's not it won't drive itself uh not yet but um <laughs> it will communicate with us so if there's something going on your battery packs acting up your control unit your charging unit anything else like that's acting up there's onboard diagnostics that can communicate with us directly so that we know there's a problem and we can kind of proactively go after those things. Please tell me you can uh, set them on fire. Please tell I? me you can set them on fire. Please tell me you can set them on fire. Hi. What? <laughs> I definitely cannot set them on fire. Oh, what? Can I, can I, can I set it up to, uh, to, uh, go into full lockdown if a certain person gets too close? Shut up. <laughs> Maybe. It probably will do that. Can anyway. you put that on the feature list? <laughs> brick mode? Yeah, I, I think we'll avoid adding a brick mode just yet. But um, there, no, there's a, if you're letting people use it or whatever else, so the flow, and some of this will be brought into the fluid as we get closer. Um, the flow, because it's connected, um, but also because it's kind of, uh, the electronics are there, so there's it a lot of features you can add. Mode. Yeah, effectively it does. Has a teenager um, so, key like a Volvo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so cool. if you want to control the top speed available to somebody, like say you want to let your friend ride it, um, <laughs> there's settings. So it might be that it's a short ride. It might be uh, – there's limits to what we can do, and we're working with a couple of different like software hardware interfaces that we're trying to decide – that we're deciding on. If but, you set um, that goddamn thing to five miles an hour and then tell me to take it for a ride, <laughs> I <laughs> I almost have to do that now. <laughs> you will die. It's mostly it's mostly going to be starting. Like if you give somebody, if you've got like a smart lock on your door, mm. on the key to your, like on the door to your house, and you give somebody a key a key code that only works on Tuesdays or something, so they can come in and do the work and yeah, yeah. come back out, and you don't have to worry about it. Like that type of thing is relatively easy. That'll be built in sure. from day zero. Sure. Um, more complex things like geofencing and speed limits and everything else. Um, depending on regulatory requirements and all sorts of other things that my engineers will start screaming at me when I start talking about this, um, we'll, <laughs> we will adjust things as we are able moving forwards um, with the goal of integrating a lot of safety systems, um, both for just user need and user safety. Um, Eric's Eric regularly, I don't know if he, I don't think he discussed this with you guys, but he speaks pretty regularly at a lot of the um, safety, like the the autonomous driving conventions mm -hmm. and everything else. And um, he's really excited to get some of the technology that he has discussed with all these industry leaders on the car scene and get it, it built into motorcycles. Yeah, and yeah. obviously, the first ones everybody calls about that because Eric's speaking to them and we're building motorcycles. So, we're pretty excited about that. Yeah. Um, and some of the systems are very different than like what you'd see on a Tesla or, you know, one of the new Porsche. I forget the name of it. Um, or the Audi, anything else, because there's just simply, uh, they've got more processing power available and much more weight available. Um, uh, but there are some really cool things getting developed from motorcycles. Um, some really cool safety stuff that'll come out on, gas-powered motorcycles as much it'll come out on electric motorcycles but um you know we'd like to be at the forefront of that and we're pretty confident that we can do it um so yeah we're generally just excited about that whole thing um sorry i went off on a tangent a little bit but oh, you're good. okay that was a fun tangent yeah what we do here we wind you up and let you go
Or I just shut up and let you guys did dig, it, what, what was this, dig a hole in the desert. Then it, then it gets awkward. <laughs> uh, too much comes out. So <laughs> to go and look at stuff on the inter- interwebs about fuel, people go to uh, fuel.us. And if you happen to want to try to read it in French, you can go to fuel.eu oh, nice. or fuel.fr. They'll all go there. Okay. Um, we're We've, so we've got an English website, a French website. Uh, we're working on a German version. Uh, we'll probably be working on a Dutch version right after that. And um, we're trying, we've got a lot of customers in a lot of different countries, mm-hmm. and we are trying to provide them with the best service possible. Um, I think the initial owner's manual is getting written in German, French, and English, um, and we'll expand out from there. Um, so I prefer all my manuals to be written in Esperanto. Mm-hmm. You're that guy. Have you guys ever tried to repair a motorcycle when the manual is written in French? You know, it's a funny story about that. Um, <laughs> I bought some parts for my Vespa, and uh, and I lost the English manual. <laughs> so I've been uh, I've been using the instructions. Um, it's harder than you think. How's that? It's like half the instructions are just hit it with a hammer. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, thankfully it is a Vespa, so yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> it's an Italian hammer. It's, it's a hammer vino. Uh, I, I don't know why those are always together, but whatever. Well, you know, with like the Ural, the, the Ural instruction manual just has a picture of a rock. And a bottle of vodka. <laughs> yeah. You adapt. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for talking to us, David. This has been great. No, thank you guys for having me and having Eric before. Um, I yeah, feel like Eric's a little yeah. bit more fun to talk to. But yeah, you guys will get Eric again. Oh yes, um, yes I will. <laughs> I mean, what? And there's that uncomfortable silence. I try. <laughs> Thanks so much, David. Thanks, guys. Take care. Well, I, I, I. How you feeling? I'm, I'm feeling reassured. Are you pumped? I'm pumped. Are you pumped? I'm, I'm more pumped. I'm more pumped now than I was before about I'm, the flow. Well, what was your model number? Okay, I'm pumped to get him to get David to get. <laughs> we're gonna find it. We're gonna get it. Nobody likes you. I've I've come to uh, I've come to grips with that. I'm mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Okay, all yeah. right. That's just you 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 just you own it. I own you it. live it's, there. It's yeah. It's just it is what it is. I'm 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 I really am looking forward to it. I, I you know the, I know I'm in this weird spot now because like if I sold the bandit, I'd buy something else. But I'm like if I don't. I'm kind of okay with that too. Yeah, because you like the band. I like the band. Mm. I like it a lot. Mm. And I, uh, I, I've got, I got a. Uh, I mentioned before, I got a whole shot can for it. Yep. Um, Dale Walker, by the way, heal up fast, Dale. Dale apparently, Dale Walker had the stage four cancer, um, that he found out like out of the fucking blue. Wow. Yeah. So I ordered the part, and uh, you know, I think it's his wife who answers the phone there, and she's like, uh, "Just so you know, Dale's not going to be able to answer calls." I'm like. Okay, you going on vacation? She's like, no, he has stage four prostate cancer. I'm oh, like, holy shit. fuck! So I pop over onto like Maximum Suzuki and read all about it. Um, but I got the whole shot can on, and I got the uh, the little like quieter thing that goes in the back, the DB killer. Uh-huh. It's fucking great, dude. Oh, right. Like it sounds pretty good, and it's like fart in a windstorm quiet. Um, which is, you know, wait, 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 a normal person's fart, or one of yours, well, one of mine, but. <laughs> That's that's not quiet. <laughs> but compared, 
compared to the loud ass cans. <laughs> Come on, think of the think of the can that was on that bandit when I got it. Your body makes noises even when it's not farting. Well, okay. I'm not sure what sort of internal processes are happening inside your body, but they're really loud. It's it's the hopper for farts. <laughs> I'm I'm in a con- near constant state of either farting, having finished farting, or getting ready to fart. I would not be surprised at all if one day your head just pops off and like 12 r- raccoons come out. <laughs> it turns out I've been raccoons in a human suit all this time. I would be literally not surprised in the least. I would be like, well, yeah, that makes Todd's been raccoons all this time. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Haven't you listened? (laughs) You can hear them arguing. (laughs) We all have our talents, Chuck. (sighs) This weekend. Yes. This weekend. The international motorcycle show in long beach. Ooh, neat. Uh, I'll be going to that. Nice. By the time you guys hear this, it won't It'll matter. be long gone, <laughs> yep. but I'll be there. Cool. Looking at stuff there. Do- and it looks like they're going to do demo rides this year. Oh, that's I'm, cool. I'm that's gonna, a big improvement. Yeah. I'm not sure what all they're going to do, but mm-hmm. I'm going to take my gear and I'm thinking, um, cause I'm going to spend the whole weekend there. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I'll go to the show the second day. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm going to jump on twisted road yeah. and rent either a Biffer or an mm-hmm. FJ09. Cool. And go bombing out. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. A little break. Sounds good. From the nightmare that is my life. (laughs) (laughs) While you're there, you should, uh, depending on how many days you're there for, you should uh, pop over into, uh, pop over into the Vespa place there. Vespa place where? Yeah. uh, Vespa Motorsport. Yeah. uh, Something Long Beach. I need to go dig up where it is. I think it's in San Diego, actually. Never mind. It's no good. Too far. No, it's only a hundred miles. Oh, okay. And if you're on a Viffer, you're like, eh, miles. <laughs> yeah, but it's a hundred California miles. Eh. Well, no, no, it's not bad between uh, San Diego and Long Beach. Yeah. Basically just Camp Pendleton. Okay. All right. So just cruise and guns. Okay. The nuclear titties. Mm-hmm. And that's that. That's it. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's not bad at all. But yeah, that's the, uh, the, and you can lane split. Yes, you can <laughs> at full speed lane at split. At full speed. I mean, you know, the Vespa, I'm not lane splitting slow. <laughs> front front wheel in the air, middle uh, fingers are like, I don't care. Out of the way, car peasants. <laughs> <laughs> One side. I've got places to be. I have a lot of people trying to race me in the Vespa these days. What? I know. I'm like, what are they in? Uh, whatever. <laughs> but like, like I had, I had the one guy, I pulled up to the next to the one and it was like the 5.0, you know, the Mustang with a big 5.0 on the back and oh cherry red and the convertible. And it was a, it was an older guy with gray hair, like gelled back against his head and the glasses. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. I know. Uh-huh. And so the light turns green and he's like, I'm going to raise this Vespa. And I'm like, congratulations. You're below average. <laughs> <laughs> Like I don't whoop whoop de do. I don't understand. Flat fucking out, this thing will do sixty-two. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to tie a rope to the I, Mustang. I mean, well, and and then today the uh the, you know the the big trucks, uh I mean everything has tried to race me off of lights. Why? I don't know. It's baffling. I'm like the least intimidating thing in the world. Is I'm it like your gear? I don't know. <laughs> I'm bright freaking orange. I'm on a little scooter. I look, I'm I'm clearly not trying to race anybody ever under any circumstances. How do you know they're racing? Because they're jamming on the gas to keep, you know, because like light turns green and I nail it. Right. And they hit it too. And they're right up next to me. And then, but they won't like go, they'll get a little in front of me and kind of like then hang back a little. I'm like, 
Are you shitting me? Are you sure they're not just trying to check you out? Maybe. Uh, but they're like, what is this asshole doing? Because <laughs> they see you like jump off the line and they're like, oh, this fucker's trying to race me. I'll show him. Yeah, you can race me with all 200 cc. <laughs> I see. I own coffee cups with more displacement. Than that, just so we're clear. The coffee cup I'm carrying on the Vespa has more displacement than the Vespa itself. Okay. How many Vespas to the Rocket 3? Twelve and a half. <laughs> I mean, the bandit has six, right? We should do everything from this point on. It's <laughs> measured in Vespas. Yeah. <laughs> Keep in mind, though, mine's the quote big Vespa. Well, that... well, not these modern big Vespas. You know, these Vespas these days, they the two hundred cc wasn't enough, and all these people want to have their big swinging dicks with their three hundred cc Vespas. <laughs> I mean, who the fuck needs three hundred ccs for anything? Give me a break. <laughs> I'm looking forward to my none CCs bike. <laughs> How many CCs does that have? What you mean, like in the front? Uh, huh? How do they m- measure an electric motor? Watts. Watts. Okay. Yeah. yeah, this is a 35 watt motor. Is that good? It's a substantial amount. Okay. As as Dave describes, going up the canyon at the posted limit, I will probably go up the canyon and down no problem. Mm-hmm. Going up the canyon the way we prefer to go up the canyon, I'm probably coasting home. <laughs> <laughs> Hope those regenerative brakes work on the way down. Like I, I need things to compare that to watt wise. Yeah, it, it's it's tricky. It, it's definitely like horsepower wise, that would be equivalent to I want to say like 46 horsepower. Okay, but the but but, instant torque. Well, that's the thing is the electric motor is just a totally different paradigm. Yeah, so it's you know like hundreds of foot pounds of torque like more than a rocket there instantaneously <laughs> on tap at all times yeah so you know it's it's a very different riding thing i mean i, I don't have any idea i've never ridden a bike before so yeah. this will be a this is going to be an adventure yeah top to bottom <laughs> hopefully not coasting to the bottom but. <laughs> well if you do get stuck i can show up on a rocket three chuck we'll can you t- can tie you it to the, the back can you bring can you bring the Ural but with the with the with the wheel chalk and the sidecar? <laughs> Thanks. I'll just bring the Rocket Three. We'll just load it right up. Yep. There it is. Lower the davit. We'll just uh, plug the uh, the fuel into the Rocket Three, the, the twelve volt, and just uh, gun it a few times. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs> but wait, it'll be really hard to do U turns on a Rocket Three. Yeah, I mean, unless you, you know, like hold the front brake, little blunt finger and jam the gas, in which case it's very easy <laughs> to do a one pointer <laughs> and we're good. Yeah, see, yeah. That, that, that takes care of your turn problem. Practicality. Yeah. Either go around the globe till you get to where you want or just turn just just fucking burn out in a circle. Well, you're pointing the right direction. You know what? You're not even turning the bike at that point. You're actually turning the earth. You're turning the earth. That makes a degree of sense. Yeah. I always suspected something. You're of the using sort. the rocket three to, to rotate the, the earth. earth. The earth is now rotated correct orientation and I will proceed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we're good. And that way you're always going in a straight line mm-hmm. no matter what. Yep. Seems sensible. Mm-hmm. What have you learned this week, Chuck? The rocket only goes in a straight line no matter what. I've learned that I've learned that I can make it until I get the fuel. I just need a little reassurance now and again. Hmm. And maybe maybe agree though. <laughs> what? Until that's all we got time for. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next time. <laughs>
You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. Good old Skype. <clears throat> we have actually a fair amount of time of us singing the Skype song along with it. <laughs> I, I fucking good idea. Okay, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, that's 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 great. That's perfect. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Here's the ceiling. You're so good at this. Shut up. <laughs> Nobody likes you. I can see those years in audio and video college. There, there. Audio and video college. It's yeah. worked. Now it's working. Now it's fuck working. you. <laughs>